Hello, my friends, and welcome to uh, another episode of The Informed Catholic. This is going to be part 17, uh, episode 34, season 2 of The Informed Catholic. Uh, we're into uh, Holy Week. This is Monday after uh, Palm Sunday, Passion Sunday. Now we're into the Passion Week of our Lord, the most holy time of the year for Catholics. Um, I like to um, actually try to finish the um, Meditations on the Sadness of Christ by uh, St. Thomas More. So let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he rose again from the dead, and he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. So, uh, let's go into the, uh, the act of penance. I confess to Almighty God, to Blessed Mary Ever-Virgin, to Blessed Michael the Archangel, to Blessed John the Baptist, to the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul, and to all the saints that I have sinned exceedingly in thought, word, and deed, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I invoke the Blessed Mary Ever-Virgin, Blessed Michael the Archangel, Blessed John the Baptist, the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul, and all the saints, to pray to the Lord our God for me. May Almighty God have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Kiri elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision. May the Almighty and merciful Lord grant us pardon, absolution, and remission of our sins. And let's say some uh, um, Hail Marys uh, for what's going on. Uh, for all who are sick and uh, afflicted on the, by the coronavirus, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. For all Christians uh, persecuted, uh, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. For the Pope, uh, Francis, our Holy Father, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, uh, I'm going to read uh, the passages that Thomas More picked out. Uh, that he sort of sewed together. Uh, Matthew 26, verse 39, Mark 14, 35, and 36. And going on a little a little away, he fell face down on the earth and prayed that if it were possible that the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, to you all things are possible. Take this cup away from me, but yet not what I will, but what you will. My Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass away from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Now, Thomas More's own words. First of all, 
Christ the Commander teaches by his own examples that his soldiers should take humility as their starting point. Since it is the foundation, as it were, of all the virtues from which one may, sa may safely mount to higher levels. For though his divinity is equal and identical to that of God the Father, nevertheless, because he is also man, he casts himself down humbly as a man, face down on the earth before God the Father. Let us pause for a little at this point and contemplate what a devout mind our commander lying on the ground in humble supplication. For if we do this carefully, a ray of that light which enlightens every man who comes into the world will illuminate our minds so that we will see, recognize, and deplore, and at long last correct, I will not say the negligence, the sloth, or apathy, but rather the feeble-mindedness, the insanity, the downright block-headed stupidity which most of us approach, that all-powerful God, instead of pay, praying reverently, address Him in a lazy and sleepy sort of way. And by the same token, I am very much afraid that instead of uh, placating Him and, and gaining His favor, we ex exasperate Him with a sharply and sharply provoke his wrath. I wanted to focus on that again because uh, what we're going through, we really, we really need to focus on prayer. Thomas More points out that Jesus Christ, in his humanity, in his hour of need, he went to pray. He prayed and he threw himself face down on the ground. In um, a previous episode, Thomas More contemplates how earthly princes would never do that, would never throw themselves face down the ground. I remember um, it was last year, uh, it was Cardinal Donald Worrell, because ever since the, the scandals came out, the Pennsylvania scandals or uh, that the bishops with their... Um, their um, piranha self, uh, uh, piranha sexual abuse predators, uh, the McCarrick thing, Worrell supposedly threw himself face down on the ground, took off his um, cardinal ring, and only remained there for just a few moments, but couldn't bear doing it any, uh, you know, uh, reverently. Got up quickly, put his ring back on. What we need is that we need to learn how to pray. And I said it in a previous podcast, uh, the Monday, um, Passion Monday podcast. We need to create a culture of prayer. And this is something that's lacking within Catholicism, a culture of prayer. And this is something that's very important to us. Um, that is basically what we do as Catholics. We have the liturgy of the hours. We have the mass, the, 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 the liturgy, the most, um, the summit of our faith, the Eucharist. We have the rosary. We have the scripture, the Bible. We have all the saints, Thomas More included. 
Thomas Aquinas and all the others, there was a time in the church when there was a, a great culture of prayer. And we as Catholics, we don't do that anymore. We, I mean, honestly, some of us just do it. Sorry about that. Some of us just do it because, you know, it's what we do as Catholic. We go to church, we go to mass, we go to liturgy. But a lot of us also are not talking about sin. Sin is a, is, is a spiritual disease. And the sins and the evils in the world is because we have turned our, our backs on God. We have made ourselves strangers to him. Like it says in the, in the um, prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 53, all of us, like sheep, have went our own separate way. Each one, as scripture says, does what is right in their own eyes. But we don't have a culture of prayer. We need to have a real Catholic culture of prayer, of, of true reverence, of true piety. Uh, we need to know our faith. You know, we need to change the way we're behaving. You know, we've got to stop trying to be a materialistic people, a people that look into the flesh, that look towards materialism, that looks towards um, earthly things. We need to um, look to earthly things as tools, instruments to do what is right, what is possibly right, what is good. Not try to uh, turn the material world into a completely sacred and devoid of God. We need to bring back a cultural Christian attitude, a culture of prayer and a culture that, uh, that is purely morally Christian, ethically Christian, spiritually Christian. No more of this, um, you know, looking at it as though it's a human philosophy. It doesn't work. Christ cast himself down on the ground. If it was good enough for the son of God, it should be good enough for our leaders and for, our, for us. And we need to do that. You know, Moore always says in his book, it always amazes him. You know, he, he's aware that Jesus was human and being human, he would have to experience human uh, emotions and human feelings and the sense of danger. But what amazes Thomas Moore, the greatest fantastic thing, is the fact that he wanted to. That's something he cannot grasp his mind around it. Scholars have tried to dehumanize Christ, remove his divinity, and make him into something just like a, a revolutionary, another Gandhi, another uh, Martin Luther King, another uh, John F. Kennedy, another um, uh, uh, activist. But he wasn't. He was God. And he is God. And he's still human and he's still divine. He's alive. He is God. He's not an activist. Jesus, one of the things he did not want to do, he didn't want the people in his day to make him into an earthly Messiah. They, they believed in a Messiah, but not a divine Messiah, not a sacrificial Messiah. That is what he was. He was always avoiding getting caught up in their politics. He was, he was born for sacrifice and to save the world from their sins. That's who he is. Let's end it here and I'll get back to you again. We're going to move a little faster in the Thomas More Meditations. 
uh, because um, I want to do the, um, the the readings uh, for Holy Thursday and Holy Friday with you. So uh, we'll see once again. I hope uh, everyone is praying and uh, just do everything you can to stay in a state of uh, Holy Week mind. Um, read the scripture. Um, uh, even put on a movie on the life of Christ, something uh, decent or a life of some saint, or even talk about the faith. Uh, everyone, maybe get the family together and everyone read a passage of scripture That's, uh, on Holy Week. That would be great. So I'm going to do um, tomorrow's uh, Passion Tuesday. That's what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it Passion Tuesday liturgical readings. So God bless everyone, and we'll see you again soon. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. God bless, folks.